Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello Taurus, welcome to Libra season. As we move into Libra season, we are in a period of adjustment. Over the last several months, there has been a lot of energy that has been kind of upturned and disrupted. Uh, You have been in some kind of process, Taurus beings have been in some kind of process that feels to me like you're trying to clean your room And in order to clean your room, you have to make it really messy first. You have to put everything out and kind of sort through it and figure out what is even here. And that's kind of where (laughs) I feel you as we enter Libra season. You have not cleaned your room yet. It's actually a mess. There's just stuff everywhere. And you're looking at it. And this stuff is the landscape in many ways of your life right now and cleaning a room organizing a space I want to say is a creative process how we organize our space uh, internally and externally and in the world and whatever it is that we do or however it is that we are um, is inherently creative and As an earth sign being, as a Taurus being, you are a being who is here resonating so deeply with creation. And the material, physical world is a world that you resonate with and and vibrate in profoundly. And you might hear me say that and think, well, don't all human beings? And the answer is no. (laughs) Uh, Some human beings resonate really deeply in the realms of air, in thought, in concept, in abstraction. Some beings resonate very deeply in the realms of water, in the spaces of emotion and uh, kind of bodily um, merging or qualities of uh, flux. Some people resonate in the realms of fire, in the space of intuition and vision and guidance. And earth sign beings are resonant with the earth. And the earth is an infinitely creative space. It is a powerful space that in its life cycles and intelligence, intelligences flows through processes of formation and creation and destruction and dissolving 
constantly and simultaneously. And Taurus as an energy loves stability. It loves the fertility of creation. It loves feeling that uh, what is needed is here and here can be stable and trusted and known. But you know that life on earth is not always like that. And in order sometimes to get to those places of stable, fertile creativity, uh, we have to till the soil. We have to upturn things. We have to uproot or dig into. And there are always periods of decomposition and fallowness. And so the moment of your life right now feels like a very deeply creative moment. And I want to say that there is a lot of magic and alchemy in that. And it also feels like a moment when a lot of things are dying. And I mean that in a metaphor sense of the word. Um, there are notions of who you are and who you have been that are no longer relevant to you. And over the last many years, you've been in a kind of compulsive, impulsive process to assert uh, who you are. And you know that you've been changing. And I think especially over the last um, two to three to five years, maybe we go back all the way to 2018, um, you have necessarily needed to push against your containers. You've had to buck tradition and the system. You've needed to upset uh, certain stabilities in your own life, and your own life has also upset stability inside of you. But this has been a, a period that I think has had you pushing forward uh, in a kind of way that to me doesn't feel logical all the time. It doesn't feel particularly um, conscious all the time. And in that, I mean that it has been impulsive. It's been bodily. It's been an intuitive need for you to break out of what previously was confining you. But in that impulsivity and intuition, um, the need was to do something new, to break something open, to break something apart. Now you have done that. Your room is a mess. <laughs> and there's a, a feeling in your charts right now of kind of a coming to, like a, oh shit, <laughs> my room is a mess. And uh, settling in some ways energetically into the feeling that things have been disrupted and that they are not in a place of stability now. And in this moment, as we move into Libra season, there might be considerable feelings of dismay, of anxiety. There's a sensation of how much work it might be to put this place back together or to recreate in a new way. Um, some of you may be looking back at or looking around at uh, what has happened and is happening and feeling a kind of daunting sense of the impact or the consequences of the moment. And some of you may be feeling that even to the extent of personal failure. And um, 
uh, self-critique or kind of wondering what you could have done differently so that the room wouldn't be as messy as it is right now. And not all of you are there. Some of you are happy to be in the mess and it's like, woohoo, this is cool. Like <laughs> you got a lot of stuff to sort through. And I think in, in moments, maybe all of you can feel the potentiality in that, that um, it can be exciting to be in a space of what is upturned. And over the course of the next coming season um, and seasons, you are going to be putting something back together. And that is exciting inherently. And excitement and fear physiologically are very, very, very similar. So as we're moving into Libra season, we are in a period of profound creativity in your chart. And this is also a moment of um, a massive undertaking and a feeling that there has been something that has happened. You are inside the impact of that. And now there is labor that is required to create, to heal, um, to take responsibility for, to be accountable to, and also to rebalance something because you needed to make this mess. <laughs> you, you needed to participate in this upturning, even if you feel like you maybe didn't want to or it was thrust upon you. I think that most of you can look back at where you were before, think pre-2018, and recognize that on some level you were in a state of imbalance. And what has happened over the last five years or so maybe doesn't feel like it has led you to a place where you're totally balanced and in a profound state of equilibrium. But there is a different kind of balance now. And my sense is, is that even if there's grief, anger, outrage, or a feeling that this wasn't what you chose, maybe somewhere very deep in your own knowing, there is a sensation that this is necessary. And some of you are fully conscious inside of this and you're like, yeah, 100%. I'm glad to be in this mess right now. Okay, so first and foremost, Taurus, I want to talk about your health and your well-being because when things are imbalanced for you and messy and unknown and you don't know what's coming next and you feel like everything is chaotic, it can have a negative effect on your health. And over the course of not just Libra season, but Scorpio season, I'm going to say through the end of the year, it's essential for you to be practicing self-care to the extent that you can to assist your inner body to balance and hold space for integration in your mind, heart, body, spirit, soul. The world is in a state of chaos and your room is one little area of the world, but the chaoticness of now actually can't be controlled by you. And so we need you to find peace inside of chaos. 
How do you find peace inside of chaos? You come inward and cease grasping, especially grasping at other people uh, to create balance for you. They're not going to be able to do it. They are not equipped and it's not their job. You have to do it for yourself. This is a period of time in which we really need you to be practicing inner states of equilibrium, equanimity, and harmony. There are very easy ways to do this. There are lots of mind-body therapies that are pretty simple in their application. Basic consciousness of breathing is one way that pretty much anybody can approach uh, a practice of inner body balancing. If you are alive on planet Earth in a human body, you are breathing. And your breath has a balance to it. There's an inhale and there's an exhale. And there's a quality to the inhale that is different than the quality of the exhale. And when you are breathing, you are breathing in synchrony and relationship with all life on planet Earth. I would highly advise that you take up a breath practice if you don't already have one. And this practice does not have to be flamboyant or sophisticated. You don't need to do uh, wild breath retention or anything like that. All you need to do is breathe and attune your mind to your breath and notice how it feels. This is a lot harder than it sounds because our minds are slippery little fish and they go in a million different directions and they'll move quite rapidly. And it is actually extremely challenging to get our minds to stay steady. And linking the mind to the breath is a very ancient technique and it is really at the foundation or the heart of yogic practices where there is a embodied knowledge of somatic healing and honestly trauma recovering that understands that uh, the mind and the breath work together and that the mind uh, can really distort perception of reality when it becomes disassociated from the body. And so doing mind-body practices, like focusing on the feeling of your breath, helps to integrate and create union between the mind and body, which then supports us to feel uh, equanimity and balance and attunement through our bodies in the world in our day-to-day -day lives. If you do nothing else this season, please focus on your breath. Wake up in the morning and immediately take five to ten breaths where you really practice linking your mind to the sensation of your breath. Set timers for yourself or decide that at certain times of day you are going to take five to ten conscious breaths. It will be a minute or two minutes of your time. It does not have to disrupt your daily life. You do not have to make a whole bunch of preparations. You don't need any special outfits or equipment. You don't need to go anywhere that you're not already. All you need to do is tune in. I promise you that if you commit to this practice, it will have an effect. Now, I know that a lot of you are old hands at mind-body practices, and you have a lot of skills and techniques, 
And so I want to say that this is really a time to use those skills and practice those techniques. And I also want to say that regardless of whether this is new or really well known for you at this point, one of the most effective ways to strengthen these capacities in yourself is to offer them and practice them with others. And this doesn't have to be any kind of high teaching, though some of you are incredible teachers and you will bring this into your master classes. But many of you um, just could invite a friend to breathe with you for a few moments. And in the transmission uh, of awareness, we are strengthened in our own bodies. And to hold space for another to be with their breath um, requires us to be attuned with our own breath. And in the space of transmission, there is multiplied, amplified benefit. So please use the season to practice mind-body integration and offer mind-body integration support when and where you can, when and where others might be receptive. And this will also really assist you, I think, and assist uh, the spaces of relationship that you find yourself in, because Libra season is also a period of time when a lot of you are doing a lot of relational work, and your relational work will be in your personal relationships, in your most intimate relationships, particularly with those um, folks who you consider to be family or intimate others or domestic uh, cohabitants and partners. It will also assist you in uh, any kinds of work relationships, any spaces where you are in collaboration uh, with others towards some kind of outcome, some kind of desired project. And these are big themes in the Taurus charts right now. You want to be cultivating relationships that feel steady and stable. Because you know that when your room is a mess, it can be really helpful to have a friend there with you to go through some things. Um, it's hard sometimes to throw uh, away like those, you know, whatever it is, whatever you've accumulated uh, over however many years. And to have a friend there to be like, you know what, I don't know if you need that anymore. Or to have a friend there to be like, you know what? this seems really important, I think you should keep it, um, can be so supportive. Because sometimes, oftentimes, we can get lost in our own nostalgia and attachments and, uh, you know, all, all the stuff, all the stuff. So you need relationships right now. You need relationships that feel steady and grounded and loving and supportive. And people are living in the world and the world is a big messy room and people who you're relating with also need steadiness and stability and grounding and love and support and they're going to be going through their own things and a minute or five minutes of mindfulness together could make a huge impact on the relationship or the work that you're doing and if they are unreceptive and they don't want to breathe with you you taking the time to tune in with your own heart, mind, body, and breath will create a quality of embodied presence that will then transmit to them. It will influence your communication and that will change the outcome in some way. 
um, if, if you are grounded in your own body, if you feel balanced internally, that will make a huge difference um, as opposed to you feeling imbalanced or uh, disassociated. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead. The practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are offered by donation and available by recording if you can't attend live. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. Embodied astrology has so much going on, and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Now I'm going to talk about timing. The first week of Libra season is a week that has a lot of quickly moving energy. There are a lot of uh, strands of thoughts that have been circulating over the course of the last several months, at least um, in into J June and July of this year. And you're finishing up uh, some kind of process with these thought strands. And it feels like you are trying to bring things together so that they can feel more stable for you. And it feels to me that by the beginning of October, you want to have something sorted out so that you can move forward. Now, this could be wildly different for every uh, Taurus out there. So make the meaning that's meaningful for you. But my sense is, is that what you're trying to figure out um, includes really basic stability needs for you. And for some of you, this definitely has to do with home and family and um, places of belonging, kind of, again, foundational support. And also there's an element of your own energy and capacity and what you need in order to be present and vital and do and be in whatever ways you want to do and be. 
And so the first week of Libra season, my feeling is that you're really trying to figure out how to get what you want and need so that you can have the support in order to have energy and vitality uh, to, to clean up your room, to do some kind of recreation um, work of, of some kind. There's a full moon on September 29th that could, for some of you, really highlight this space of like swirling streams of information. This is a full moon that may bring a certain amount of anxiety with it. And there's really a strong sensation that you need stability right now. Now, I want to emphasize that you cannot look to the external world to provide you with the stability that you need at this point, unfortunately. You need to be stable in your own self, and being stable in your own self requires that you go within. And especially around this full moon, uh, we need you doing your inner work. And you might need to withdraw a little bit from the external so that you can do that inner work. This is a really excellent time for you to cancel plans. This is a great time to get a lot of sleep. This is a wonderful time to find spaces that feel protective and containing and nurturing and nourishing uh, inside uh, your own self or your environments or in relationships that feel like they can hold you. And most of all, um, this is a wonderful time to be doing that mind-body integration work and practicing meditation. So please, please, please do this for yourself. Um, this is important. The first week of Libra season leading up to this full moon, it's a very activating full moon. And if you are able to be grounded and steady and kind of hold yourself in the internal realms, then this is also a full moon that I think is very motivating and inspiring and might help you feel into um, your inner clarity and sense of direction, particularly when it comes to realms of relationship and day-to-day -day life and your effectiveness, functionality, and again, like what you are creating, your goals, what you're trying to do. But here I'm feeling the components of it, not necessarily the big picture, but the details of the steps that need to be taken in order for you to get to that big picture. And in the process of creation, we can have the big vision and the big vision is important. It's inspiring. It's motivating. We need to continue to cultivate it and come back to it. But if we don't have a sense of capacity and efficacy with the details, then the big picture can end up being overwhelming and maybe even depressing or feel like a hallucination of some kind. And it can produce anxiety. And this is a period of time that I really want for you to be able to um, work systematically one step at a time to attend to the details of what you're trying to do. This is grounding for you. When you can cross items off your list, when you feel like you know where you're trying to go, but you're not trying to jump from zero to 60 in a second, you're going 
steadily and you're taking one step at a time, this is really nourishing for you. It's life-giving and it's strengthening. So meditate, cultivate the internal sense, and then as we move past the full moon and into the month of October, we are getting a big vibe shift. And ideally, this is a period of time where you are feeling more and more grounded in your own being. And you have a sense that you do indeed know what the next step is, and you can take these steps uh, effectively, and you're not getting spun out on like all the strands of everything being chaotic, but it's like, you're there in your room and you're going, okay, I'm going to focus on this corner first and I'm sorting through things and I have a sense of my own agency and power in this because I'm not making it bigger than it needs to be. I'm focusing on the task at hand. Taurus, when you are able to focus on the task at hand and work steadily, you are at your best. This is what Taurus needs. This allows you to feel dynamic, creative, and strong. And October really wants to bring this for you. And as we get into the middle of the month, the second and the third weeks of October, this is a very, very powerful theme. You want to feel balanced. You want to feel steady. You want to feel stable. You want a system to work effectively and efficiently within so that you can meet your goal. You don't need to obsess about the goal. The big picture of what you're trying to do is going to change a thousand and ten times by the time you get there. Don't worry about it. One step at a time, is the medicine that you need right now. October 14th, we begin eclipse season. Uh, so we have the first of two eclipses. We'll have one, a solar new moon eclipse on October 14th uh, in the sign Libra. And then on October 28th, we will have a full moon lunar eclipse in your sign in Taurus. And that is the last eclipse in a series of eclipses that started in November of 2021. And the October 14th eclipse is the second of a series of eclipses that will take us until March of 2025. So 2023 is a year that we are in between eclipse cycles. And because we have uh, we are ending a series of eclipses that have been happening in uh, Taurus and Scorpio seasons, this is a particularly uh, powerful eclipse window for you. So as we move into the eclipse window, um, and I'm going to say from about October 10th until maybe November 10th, um, the, you are alchemically changing. <laughs> These eclipses have uh, really shifted something for you, and you get eclipses in your sign um, about every 18 years, every 18, 19 years. So this is a, a significant moment that this series of eclipses is culminating, and uh, the new series of eclipses is really asking you to get grounded, to get focused, um, again, to work effectively and efficiently with the task at hand. And there are lots of themes of relationality that are coming in here and you wanting and needing to build uh, experiences of community and coherence inside of relationship 
that support you in doing some kind of work that you want to be doing. And as we move into eclipses, it feels like you actually have a huge surge of energy and you feel motivated and inspired and it's like you see the way that it can happen for you. I want to encourage you again to not get obsessed on the final goal, but to really be present in the moment. And in between the eclipses, so uh, the last two weeks of October, your practice is essential. <sighs> Focusing on your breath. Working skillfully to maintain equilibrium and inner body balance so that you don't get fussed by other people or by the world unnecessarily and you can make skillful choices that have you in a place of inner power. You can't control other people, but you can have agency in your own choices. And this is a time for you to feel a sense of hope in that. And while there may be despair or despondency or anger about other people, what they're doing, what the fuck is going on in the world, we are breathing, we are coming back to ourselves, and we are doing the most that we can in any given moment, which is to really tune in with the inner body, to quell the anxiety and inner reactivity that might be there, to choose to love ourselves, to choose to care for ourselves, and from there, we can make the best possible choices. Thanks for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and our monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 Year Ahead readings. These readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023, specific for your sun, rising, and moon signs. My Year Ahead readings are now discounted by 50%. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ash Good is our website manager. Alicia Maji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this gorgeous background music. Vera just released a new EP linked in our show notes. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the best in the season ahead.